Hi guys, this is Fire. And I'm Ice. And, and this, this is the Fire and Ice Show. So, um, we want to go ahead and recant. Our Valentine's Day podcast did not come out. So, we've already published our introduction to Who is Fire and Ice. So, this is going to be actually the second podcast in comparison to it being the third podcast. So, sorry guys. Valentine's Day just wasn't for us apparently. At all. Which is why I was screaming by humbug all that day. Even though I did get a Valentine's at the end of the day. But I digress. So, today we're going to talk about relationships. But before we do that, I'm going to kick it over to Fire so that she can hit us with the morning news. Welcome to your morning report. Y'all remember online, Keena was like, this is the morning report or whatever. But all right, this is the morning news. So as we all know, our good girl Meg Thee Stallion is going to court because she got bang, bang. Somebody shot my girl and allegedly it was Tori. You know, maybe it was the little man syndrome. Who knows? Napoleon. But um, according to sources, um, they're going. They're now in court for it, and his attorneys are alleging that they've reached out to someone that is very good with DNA, and apparently they're saying that this DNA information or evidence that they have is very favoring for Tori. So we'll see. Did Tori shoot her? Is what he's saying about it being a cat fight for real. So we'll, it, we'll find out next step next time on Dragon Ball. No, just playing. But no, for real. Um, yeah, he's his attorneys are saying that mm, this looks good for us. Not so good for your client though. But the crazy thing is, people are like kind of mad at Meg. Like, oh, you press charges, you press charges. Even if she would have dropped the charges or declined to press charges. Um, this is not, if I'm not mistaken, this is not Tori's first run in with the law. And, um, when somebody has been injured and a weapon is involved, the state or city can pick it up. Yep. And there is nothing said victim can do, even if they do not want to press charges or not proceed. Once the state picks it up and says, oh yeah, this us, this us right here. It's out of her hands. It's above her now, beloved. So whether she wanted to or not, once the state say, oh, that's us right there. There's nothing really she can do with but cooperate. My question is, I didn't like the fact that there was a lot of victim shaming. Like, why were y'all, at the end of the day, regardless of who did it, she got shot. She was physically Well, you injured. know, a lot of people are saying that it was fragments. But what people don't understand about bullets, it does not have to be an entire bullet. Either way it goes. If a bullet fragment is in you, That's, you were shot. That is a shot. part of the bullet. That shit hurts. And it was so funny to watch Instagram and Twitter, FBI and police agents like, oh, that she had bullet fragments. This At the end of the day, she had to go through surgery to get those fragments out. That's just like saying people in the military be having those sharp metals inside of them. Are you going to tell them they weren't shot at or shot? Right. Like, shut up. Shut up. You didn't go to school for this. Shut up. The court of public opinion sometimes is really trash, especially when it comes to victim blaming and um, a lot of this other stuff because... These, and not protecting black women. I'm going to go ahead and yeah, say Yeah, and a lot, of these, a lot of these people will go to war behind their favorite artist when their favorite artist is wrong. Like, people can be trash with good music. R. Yep. Kelly, trash good with music. good music. Great music, but trash trash ass but um as always oh 
the Kim Ye thing has escalated because apparently he had someone removed from his daughter's birthday party. And I just feel like he manifested all of the things that's happening to him. I feel like, you know, this is a product of you, beloved. Like, at some point, you had to know, like, this, the these, these women's track record on men, ma'am, sir, the signs were there. What the song is, I saw the signs and you kept going. So no. I just I just I just hope with him and Kim they can get on amicable terms in sake of kids because they have children involved. And one thing you you will always regret is if your kids come out later in life and question you about this because you're in the public eye. Both you and their mother are public figures. The kids are bound to ask you about this. And what are you gonna say? Can we talk about Kanye's like beef list? So this man so beef, far, he is beefing with everybody. This man is literally beefing. So far, he says he is beefing with uh Travis Scott, Harriet Tubman, Louis Vuitton, the CP uh the CEO of Zappos, MTV, George Bush Jr., American Music Um Awards, Chris Jenner, 50 Cent, Peppa Pig. Taylor Swift, Nike, Kim K, his cousin, Wiz Khalifa, Pete Davidson, Drake, Ray J, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, Jimmy Kimmel, South Park. Like, he be for what everybody what at this Peppa point. Pig? Granted, but, she got but an attitude but, problem. But my problem is, why you got to bring Wiz in here? He unproblematic. He be smoking his weed and minding his business. Minding his business. Leave, leave my favorite person alone. Because in my mind, me and Wiz is cousins. That's my cousin. I you can you can have Wiz Khalifa. My question is, what did Peppa Pig do? Child, Peppa rude as shit. Remember she when is, she hung up on her friend because she didn't. Know oh yeah, Russell? Susie Sheep. Like I never forget that she hung up on Susie That's Sheep. That's not my fault. You can't whistle immediately. Peppa? Immediately. Like immediately. Okay. No. Peppa, little pink ass, got issues. So, I don't know. Maybe she deserved to be on that list. But my homeboy, my cousin, Lee Wiz out of here. He unproblematic. He be minding his business. He said he got beef. Okay. He beefing with himself at this point. Because you're doing too much, sir. So, do you have anything else for our top story? No, that was it. That's all I got for y'all today. Well, we're going to move right on over to the top story. So, our top story today is relationships okay we're gonna talk about everything the good the bad the ugly herbal and the good stuff okay all of it and so we're gonna spark up conversations by asking a few questions and then you let the conversation progress from there trash all of it so we see how uh fire has her stance on relationships um so my question is who was your first crush and what were they like Come on with the juicy details, please, please. So, my first crush, my first real crush, because all the other shit didn't count. But my first real crush was actually, like, one of my my uncle's friends. Mind you, I had no business crushing on this man, because this man was grown. All right? All right? Let's get it out of there. My little fast ass was just into him like oh my god this man could do no wrong in my eyes he was just so oh 
but this is also when I found out that my crush was trash. Because he was trash, McGee. I swear to fucking God. My question is, how old were you and how old was your uncle? First of all, let's talk about how my youngest uncle is about two years older than me. Okay, there we go. Let me, let's oh, go. Oh, no, it was definitely let's not his friends because all his friends was trash ass. And they all treated me like, like that uncle. All his friends treated me like their niece, like... It was, I was one of the boys because whenever they played football, I played football. Granted, I was in that family where boys, uh, girls couldn't go where boys go. So if they left, I had to stay at the house, but they would always come back in time for the hangout with me. Like my youngest uncle, his friends were really the MVPs because he wasn't trying to hang out with me. And they were like, no, nah, Keisha is cool. And I think because I, I was doing a lot of their homework, that's why they kept me around. But either way, it worked. But, um, this person had to be about, at the time, I want to say he was like a fresh 18. And how old were you? A fresh 14. That's not bad. That's, that's freshman year and senior year. I'm thinking you're going to say eight, eight. No, ma'am. That boy was getting ready to turn 19. I mean, depending on if his birthday was late. I'm trying no, to give you the benefit no, no, of the doubt. Oh. No, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. So we can't get a benefit of the doubt? So no, you know, I no. Have... Okay, no, whatever. Ma this man was 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 about to partake in his first year of college. Okay, never mind. Yeah, like I said, I was just fast. But, and it was, what was so crazy to me, like, I crushed on him, like, hard. And I think he knew. But he wasn't one of those, he wasn't pedophilic. Yeah. Like, even though I think he knew, well, I know he knows because we had to talk about it when I got older. When I got older, that's when he let me know that he knew. But he also let me know that at the age that I was, it was nothing that could ever went on between us because no. Right. Um, But we ended up having this conversation like after I had gone off, gone to college um i was like 21 at the time i had this conversation with him and we were um why were we what were we doing oh we were drinking we were taking shots because i'm grown now and my uncles couldn't tell me i couldn't drink with them because excuse me i'm the reason you passed like you graduated high school because of me watch your mouth i do what i want i'm grown and i can buy my own liquor but that's when he kind of like pulled me to the side and let me know that he was proud of me and then that's when he was like, um, and I knew you liked me. And I was like, whoa, you did? And you wasn't trying to let me. I was heartbroken. But and then again, I understood because, I again, I was young. I was young. That man, I was jailbait. That's, we're going to call it what it was. It was jailbait. jailbait. Yeah, basically. But, um. I realized he was trash because he had... Now, this man was a whore. No, no, was not a whore. whore. He was tall. He was chocolate. He wasn't... Um, He was a heavy guy. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't... I don't well, if y'all don't know this by now, I, I, I'm married to a smaller man now, but baby... Jesus! A teddy bear? Make me weak in the knees. But, and he was one of those. But what would get me was, we have family functions and they were, he would always, you know, all the friends could come, turn up with us. 
we were that family. My grandma was like, yeah, turn up with us. Let's everybody. Let's let's have a good time. We're a family. Let's enjoy this. Um, And he had this girl that, well, it was multiple girls, but he had this girl he was talking to. And she did not like my young ass. Like, shorty did not like me. Like, and I, it was never like I did or said anything extra out of the way. But she already did not. She was not fuck with me. So she used to find little ways to say something to me. And I remember my uncle like letting her like see how far she could push me. And we and I end up fighting that big girl in her big old age. I ain't give a fuck because what you got me is fucked up. You gonna play with your pussy, but you're not gonna play with me. Um. So immediately, like we was at a family event, and I don't play about my food. And this girl knocked my plate off and was like, "I guess you got to get another one." And I remember me standing up, picking the plate off the ground and smashing the remainder of the food on her fucking head. Before anybody could grab me, like she reached for me and I gave her ass a quick pow pow. Nah, bitch, wrong one. Wrong one. I be like that sometimes. And I remember that she slapped me. And when I went to rebuttal, my uncle grabbed my hand and he was like, bro. Bro. You can't fight. You can't beat up my girl, bro. It was it was his friend's girl, and he was like, "Bro," and I was like, "Let me go." And he was like, "Bro, chill, chill, for real, cause you already know what mama gonna say." Me, she gonna slap your ass for not letting me get her. So they end up like I had. They end up making me like go in the house and making her leave, and then like thirty minutes later, another shorty pulled up for him. And oh, he was a player. Yeah, no, no, no. Like shorty, it was definitely a shorty pull up. And I remember my grandma was like, "What happened to the other girl?" And he was like, "No, nah, ma, I had to send her home. She was doing too much." And she was my grandma. Okay, baby. So I came back outside. The other girl was kind of like looking me up and down because you know me and him. We were at this point. I'm arguing with him. And he was like, why you, he was like, why you acting like that? What's wrong? I, he was like, I bought your uh, cookies. You still want to beef with me? I bought the cookies. I was like, nah, fuck with you. Because you know what you did. And if I see that bitch at school, on site, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to get suspended because when I catch that bitch, it's a, it's a wrap, bro. Wait, like, so she was in high school too? Yeah, like this was her senior year. Like oh, he okay, was going right. into his freshman year and this was her senior year. So okay. we went to the same high school. And I like, like, I was like, dead ass. I was like, when I catch shorty, it's a wrap. I don't give a fuck if we eating breakfast. Like, that shit is dead. Like, he was like, she's not gonna bother you no more. I was like, nah, I'm gonna bother her, cause fuck that bitch. So we kept arguing back and forth, and like, the other shorty was like, is this your little sister or something? He was like, nah, this my partner right here. He was like, man, this the motherfucker that used to do my English homework. He was like, I got shorty back through whatever. And she was like, oh, okay, okay, blah, 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 blah. So, that girl leaves. Another one pulls up. Oh, wow. This one pulls up, drops him off an outfit, like a whole outfit, shoes included. Gives this nigga money and leaves and be like, so I'm going to see you tonight. He was like, yeah, you might. And I was just like, fucking whore. I'm my little puppy love is in love with a fucking whore. I was so in this fucking belief. I was like, how? No. But I love him. 
That sounds very traumatic. It was. Like, I had to come to realize that my first real crush, because of course I had shorties. My first, I had my first girlfriend like sixth grade. But, like, I had shorties, but this was like, boy. I knew I was digging shorty when I wanted to share my food with him. Yeah, that's love for her. Like, I knew I was digging him when I wanted to share food with him. Like, to the point where he could get something off my plate and I would not be mad. But, like, yeah, this is when, like, he kind of broke my heart. Because, why you, first of all, why you inviting these bitches to my grandmother's place? Why you disrespecting me and my girl? <laughs> like, that's how I felt about the shit. Like, I was heated. Aside from Shorty wanting to play with me. And I, boy, and every time I caught that bitch, when I'm getting ready to get on it, my daddy will come around the corner and be like, take your ass to class, me. Mm. I'm about to mouth this hoe. Luckily, my first crush was not that complicated. Well, I was from the hood. I mean, I'm from the hood just as well, but my first crush wasn't that complicated. My first crush was from kindergarten. And, and he don't even count because his head was too fucking big for all that. He did have a big head, but still, he was cute. And I don't like, you know, he sat by me and he was like, hi, my name is such and such. And I think you're pretty. And I was just like, okay, hey. And so we still friends to this day. My kindergarten boyfriend still my homeboy. He was my yeah, he was. He was my first boyfriend in kindergarten. He got into two he got into so many different fights over me because he did not like people touching me, talking to me or nothing. That's but like, that's love right there. He's and he still acts like that to this day. When you young and battered about your shorty, him, I'ma beat your ass at recess. You need to know this. And that was him. He definitely beat up a boy named Alexander in the hallway because Alexander held, hugged me for too long. And he did not like that. But yeah, literally, I have no background story besides we've been friends since kindergarten. No, but to this day, like my like he's not my crush anymore. Like we're like we're really cool, like really really cool. Like I can call him right now and like he'll pick up and be like he had this bad habit of calling me Small Fry, so he still uses that childhood name. So if I call him, he'll be like, "What's up, Small Fry?" And I'd be like, "Okay, big bitch, I'm a large fry now." Okay. You a schmedium. Okay. But I ain't small no more. And I demand to that be noticed. But yeah, now nah, so when he told me that, when we, he told me that he was like, um, he was like, I can't, how did he word it? He was like, I can't even touch you now though. And I was like, I'm grown now. How come you can't touch me? Who said you can't touch me? Cause I didn't say that. Who said that? But it was he what his his reasoning was because of the the friendship of my uncle and him because like nah they was thick as thieves. I think my uncle probably would have beat his ass. Probably. But yeah, he was like, I can't even do it. He was like, But you have grown, you are beautiful, I'm proud of you, blah blah blah. Me. You telling me everything is self for you trying to check clap these cheeks and I'm not understanding. Because Fuck them. I'm trying to see what's in them pants, Mr. Sir. Not trying to see what's in them pants. Let me tell you, I was still on demon time with that man. I was like, sir. Demon time. Mm, I'm on demon time. I was like, baby, I am grown now. I got tricks up my sleeves. You will not be prepared for the what the fuck I want to do to you. But it was cool. He's still my homie to this day. 
his little girl um her name is so cute her name is kiana mm-hmm. something is so crazy he wanted to name her keisha Aww. But I was like, that would have been disrespectful as fuck to your Yeah, it would have been a little disrespectful. She would have wanted to shoot the ones with me. And I have no reason why. Because, ma'am, this man won't even let me touch him in that capacity. Bitch, I'm jealous of you. Shit. You got the meats. Arby's, we have the meats. Basically, like, dead ass. But, no, like, he really cool. Like, shorty, shorty cool on me. Okay. So, can you describe what your first break heartbreak look was like? My first heartbreak was in uh, my twenties. There was this guy, and technically we're still friends, but I was nah, cause fuck y'all. head over heels for him. Do y'all hear me when I tell you we spent every Thursday together? Um, we were f- like he was just everything. Like he was supportive. He was loving. He was understanding. And I remember clear as day, I sent, I had created, this is back when I used to write poetry or whatever. And I had wrote a poem because I'm not good at my words. So if anytime I want to express something, I either do it, like I either send you a song, be like, listen to this song, this is how I feel, or I will write it out. And so in this case, I wrote out how I felt about him. And you know, the poem was actually really good. Uh, very lyrical, you know, I had used a lot of analogies and all this good, all that good jazz. And I, you know, I sent it to him and, you know, basically he was just like, he wasn't ready to be in a relationship, um, at that time. And I took it as, you know, he didn't want to be with me. So, you know, I did what any dumb girl at the time would do. And I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna wait around for you. I'm gonna wait around for you. Now, mind you, this is back in like 20, maybe like 2013, 2014, in 2018, yeah, in 2018, he had come to visit me, you know, and you know, you know, we had, we, I hadn't seen him in a few years because I had moved to Texas and you talked and it was great. And I'm sitting here like, you know, throughout this entire time, I'm just like, you know, whenever you're ready, just let me know. I'm literally holding out, like not being in a relationship because he was who I wanted to be with. And so I remember seeing him December 1st and me and him talked and we had a good time. He came to visit. He came up to San Antonio to see me. And then December the 30th, he gave me a call to tell me that he... No, he was getting ready to propose to her. Yeah, no. I would have to be. And I mean, like, when he said he was getting ready to propose to her, y'all, it was like he called me a few hours, like maybe like an hour or two before he proposed to her. Shawty would have had to shoot the ones with me, with me. I was going to blow that spot up because he had me fucked up. So... No, you're not. That was my first heartbreak, which was a few years ago. Because I was like, when I tell you, I waited. Like, I waited for him. And he was just like, oh, I have a girlfriend. And then it was like, oh, <laughs> I'm finna ask her to be my wife. Um. So, that was my first heartbreak. My first real heartbreak... Um, 
I kind of did some, I don't know. I think my first real heartbreak had me at such a shock that, like, I went numb after the shit. Like, <laughs> I got on some, don't play with me, because I, I fuck everybody up right now, like, on some, on some real crazy shit. Like, I had blanked out for a moment. Like, again, one of my uncle's friends, silly ass me, always checking the friends out. Um, this was when I was like in college and we had kind of been like teetering back and forth, like flirting back and forth with each other and shit. He stayed down the street from me. And like, when I tell you, I could go, I could get off work, go get in this man's, take a shower, go get in this man's bed. Like we would cuddle, we would talk about day, my schoolwork. Like, all of this. But his drawback was, again, he's a friend of the family. And he really wanted to know what my uncles would think about it. So, I think he ended up having a conversation with um, with my uncle and one of my aunts. With my older aunt, because my other aunt don't give a shit. And my aunt, like flipped the fuck like she flipped the fuck out like she really like flipped the fuck out she was like you are a homeboy like and you looking at our niece like bro what the fuck out and i was like first of all i'm grown <laughs> baby i don't know if you've noticed but the kid is grown i pay bills like i make my own money i am out here really living this grown man's life woman's life rather so after that like things kind of like shifted even though my mom was like, if that's what you want, you know, go for it. She told him, she was like, but if you're going to be serious about her, you need to be serious about her. Because that motherfucker, she not all there. She a little cuckoo. So be be for real when you when you about this shit. So I want to say like after that, like he had that conversation with my mom. And then that's when he had the conversation with my aunt and my uncles. And my uncles was like, she grown. Like, do what y'all do. Like, she grown. She She's old enough to make her own decision. But my, aunt, my auntie wasn't hearing none of that shit. And I remember us getting into it one day. And we didn't talk for a while. So I'm thinking, okay, what can I do? Something really cute. We need to make up. Not me. So I took my little ugly ass. Um, when got like I went and got food, I went and got him this little cute card apologizing, being sappy as fuck, some shit I normally don't fucking do. And I called him. I was like, um, we need to talk. We need to link up. And he was like, Yeah, we do. I'm gonna come see you. So I'm like, Oh yeah, me and Bae finna make up. Blah blah blah. Boy, was I fucking wrong. This man comes to my house to tell me that he has decided to pursue this other girl and he has asked this girl to be his girlfriend. I don't know how many times I hit him, but let's just say it took my mama and both my younger brothers to pull me off his ass. Like, it was to the point where my mom was like holding my face and she was like, Keisha, Keisha. For me to like, ma'am, 
And she was like, it's okay, me. Nah, because what he not about to do is play with me. Like, because you did all this shit and you was fucking with Shorty the whole fucking time. Because this bitch didn't just pop up out of nowhere. So, like, after that, like, it was a wrap, bro. Like, I went through this phase. Like, I didn't... People with dudes would try to talk to me. I didn't want to go for it. It was like... You had ruined, like he damn near had ruined any other chance for any other dude to say something to me, cause that shit was a wrap. And I was really on some. I'm about to start treating niggas how they treat bitches. I'm really about to start dogging these niggas type shit. Like, and he tried to apologize. Like he came to a couple of family events afterwards, and was like, "Can we talk?" Me, I don't want to talk to you. He was like, "Bro, I want to get to where we on good terms. It will never be a moment that we are on good terms, sir. Where the fuck is your girlfriend?" Like, there will never be a time where you think we are friends. Because we are not. Like, that shit a dub. Like, my feelings was so fucking hurt because we um we were out here making whole little plans. Being whole little cute and shit. All for you to have shorty in your back pocket and at the nearest inconvenience, here you go pulling out her like she a fucking wild card. Like, I felt like... We were playing spades and he had the big joke in his back pocket the whole time. True. So, yeah, like, and, like, I remember one family event, he was trying to talk to me and I literally had, like, a glass cup in my hand and he was, like, talking and I broke the glass and my uncles was like, you might want to leave her alone. Just, mm -mm, just let it go, bro. Just let it go. And he was like, I ain't mean for it to go like that, blah, blah, blah. And I remember, like, looking him, like, straight face, looking him dead in the eye, me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, I'm really about to fuck you up. Get the fuck away from me. And him and, the, him and Shorty ended up getting married and shit, and she didn't like me either for a long time. I was like, girl, you won, so you won. Yeah, I'm not even communicating with Shorty. I really don't care nothing about him. I did be petty though, cause she had bought him something, and that's when he was trying to get back in my good graces, and I just decided to be the little heathen that I am. And the item that she bought, I liked, so I took it, and he let me. And then I called him one day. I was like, "Do you want it back?" So he had to come get him back because she had no idea that I had him. She had been asking him about said item for the longest. <clears throat> and I little old me had him. And then he was like, you did that shit on purpose. Me, did I? Your first mistake was putting me on speaker. You know better. I've cussed you out in front of your mama because you put me on speaker. You know better. But yeah, Shorty didn't like me, but she would never say shit to me. Like, at all. She would see me in public and just roll her eyes. Cause. So, what's the biggest lesson that you learned from your worst breakup? Follow your first mind and beat his ass. So, do you guys... Uh, segue, do you guys see why she's firing I'm ice? No, because fuck that. I should have beat his ass. Because let's talk about how my, my second little puppy love, my high school boyfriend, thought it was cute to show me a video of another girl giving him head. And I proceeded to treat him accordingly afterwards. He didn't even know what healed him. I broke yeah. up with him on Mother's Day. Well. And my mama was like, his mama gonna want to know you gonna ruin mama's Mother's Day. And I was like, I really don't care. 
Cause her son, her mom, she raised a trash individual. So she gonna be mad at him, not me. My biggest lesson that I learned from my worst breakup is always choose myself first. And not choose, like, fuck him. Choose you at the end of the day. These niggas is trash. Just, you're more important. And they're more fish in the sea. But don't, y'all, don't get me wrong. Don't, now, don't get me wrong. Women's is trash, too. Because I done had a couple of trash-ass bitches. I done had to punch in their fucking throats. Like, we don't, I, we, don't, we don't condone domestic violence. But I was young. And my young ass just did not care. Like I got, I had one girlfriend. Like that bitch was cheating. That bitch was cheating. And I, I pulled up to the girl house that she was cheating on me with and sat on top of her car. And she was like, "Bro, you gonna get out my car? You make me." She was like, "I'm finna call your mama." Okay, call her. She's not gonna help you. I want you to realize you have no help in this situation. Cause as soon as you touch me, I'm gonna fuck you up. So go ahead, move me out this car. You a bad bitch. Go ahead, bitch. Move me. Move me. She ain't move me. She called my mom. My mom made me come home. My mom was like, stop bullying that girl. Me. I'm not bullying her yet, but I'm about to. I had one girlfriend. I tried to run her over with her own car. Allegedly. Allegedly. But... My love is violent. I feel like if I give you my time and my affection, if I get with you what on some deep shit, what in the toxic nation statement did you just say? It's violent. Like I feel like I really feel like if I give you my attention and my time and affection, because I'm not one easily to give those things out. Like I'm, I'm not. It's not easy to bring down these walls that I got. So if I give that to you, and you play over it, you chose violence, not me. I wanted to be a lover, not a fighter. You chose this life. You did this to yourself. Lord have mercy. Like, for real, I just, I genuinely feel like if you're going to play the games that you're playing, leave me be. Leave me out of your mess. You could have left me where I was reading a Dr. Seuss books or some shit. Whatever the fuck I was doing. Leave me alone. Okay. But. So. They didn't. And I ain't had to deal with the consequences. All right. So, if you could have, so what's your what is your relationship status now? I am married to my shorty, my homeboy. I'm in a situationship. Mm. I ain't even gonna lie. Yeah. Technically, I'm not in a relationship. Technically, I kind of act like I'm in a relationship. So I'm in a situationship. Hashtag Snow Allegra. Um, <laughs> but so we're going to ask a few questions and we're going to move on to our next segment. So if you could have, would you rather have only morning sex for the rest of your life or strictly sex at night? Which would you choose? Mm, at night? I'm a night person too. Because, okay, so morning sex be cool or whatnot, but if it's that good ass sleep, boy, don't touch me because I'm liable to go over there and slap the shit out of you. No, I think it's just something about. I feel like it's a little awkward. I feel like I'm. It's more sensual at night. I don't know what it morning, is about morning. Morning breath really just don't be. Well, not even morning. I guess they mean like daytime, like day sex versus night sex. 
And either way it goes, I'm a night person. That's what I'm more turned on in comparison to in the nighttime. You know I mean, in the comparison night, to the daytime. You know the nighttime, baby. It's the right time, baby. But no, definitely at night because I'm not one of them people that just oh so happy to like be in. I like sex in the dark. Because people be ugly making sex faces. Ma'am, what? I mean, you not lying. People be ugly. And I'm goofy. So, if I look up at you and you making this ugly ass face, I'm going to bust out the laughing. And that could potentially kill the whole mood. So, let's just have it at night. That way, you can't got to see my ugly face. I ain't got to see your ugly face. And ain't nobody got to bust out the laughing and kill the mood. High sex or drunk sex? Mm, hi. Segway. I just want you guys to know that y'all internet nephew is currently has my foot in the vice grip. Like he is just he's not nibbling on my foot. He literally just has my foot in his mouth and is just holding it there. That man do not care. Okay. But no, I because this is a problem. With drunk sex, you run the risk of when you give an oral. What if you... Well, I ain't got no gag reef. Oh, Yeah, you ain't got no gag reef. I'm talking about the rest of America. Okay, sorry. Some of us. I'm sorry, I don't understand that, that exactly. concept. So shut up. Shut sorry. Up. But I just feel like you run the danger so much with drunk sex. Because like, if you get too drunk... It's ain't gonna be no sex to have at all. Yeah, that's true. My thing was, I, you know, that's true. My thing with high sex though, sometimes he can be stroking fast, and you too high to realize that he's stroking fast, and it feel like he going two miles an hour, and you like, uh, you gonna speed up or no? But literally, he is like jackhammering your your insides. I can see that, but also I feel like a lot of times, like with it depends on the strand of weed. Yeah, that's true. Cause high sex for me be oh my god. Yo, I heard that there's an actual strand that makes the women have, like, an orgasm. Like, it's specifically, like, it's something about the chemical in it. Oprah was talking about it on, I think it's The View, whichever show she's on. And I was like, yo, I want to try that. I just, like, high sex is just, it's a different level of sex. Like, it's, especially if you, it's some really, it's a really good strand. That shit makes you feel like. Y'all making love and y'all not. Like, it be knocking your ass into another universe. Okay, so that leads into the second question. Demon time or love making? Demon time, every time. I ain't here to make love, baby. Love, I'm I'm here to slut you out and make you crazy. Can y'all tell the difference between the two of us yet? Because it's love making all the way for me. Mm-hmm. I like a little bit of both. I like demon time. Mm-hmm. But I like I like. But also, good. you got to realize, like I just said, I'm really not an intimate ass person when it comes to shit like that. Like, I'm, y'all, honestly, the Lord was looking out for the kid when I got married. Because he was like, all right, bro, I'm tired of you. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired sick of you. Of you. Here. Somebody that's going to deal with your crazy. Because cause what, what is wrong with you? I didn't drop you when I was making you. And I know your mama didn't drop you when I gave it to you. I do believe that my mama may have dropped me or failed when she, when she, uh, when she had me. I ain't even going to lie to y'all. I'm going to keep y'all. I'm going to keep it all the way 100 with y'all. I do believe she did drop my ass. I know. I believe Jennifer dropped you. I oh, shut up. I believe it. And then she was like, ooh, 
Let me pick her ass up. Well, no, let me pick me up, cause I feel like she, I feel like she fell when, when I was still in utero, cause I'm a little off. Nah, she definitely dropped you when you was young. Um, what was I gonna say? She dropped you, and I feel like your brother let you roll out the bed a couple times. Oh, most definitely. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. He, he definitely, he definitely got me. Okay, so now that we're done with our main story, it is now time for. Good morning, Petty. So, the pettiest thing I've done in a relationship, which is also kind of the toxic, most toxic thing. I had this one boyfriend, you know, and I um, I cheated on him. I ain't even gonna lie. This was back in my younger days, so Ooh, don't judge child. me. Don't judge me. It be the cheating for me. Okay, don't judge me. It was back in my younger days. Yeah, younger you. I literally was like 19 when this happened. And so... Um, there was a Sigma on campus that was fine. No. He was okay? so fine. He was fine. How fine? He was fine, fine. Ooh, he was fine, fine? He was fine, fine. And see, my boyfriend, he wasn't fine. He was, he was, he was just. He was cute? No. Dang, he was ugly? Yeah. Oh, no. It was the personality for me. Oh, no. <laughs> And so, you know, it's one particular day, the Sigma, he hit me up and he was just like, you know, you know, yeah, with the yeah. Was to you, shorty. So I was like, like, yeah. Was to you. Exactly. I was like, yeah. So we're talking, you know, he comes up to my dorm room or whatever. And my boyfriend was an RA. And so my boyfriend lived on like the second floor. I lived on the fourth floor. And, you know, we were hanging out and, you know, yeah, with the yeah. And we got tired and was hungry. So I texted my boyfriend. It was just like, hey, I'm hungry. And I'm with such and such. Do you think you can buy Chinese food for us? And he was like, okay, I'm sending it up now. I was like, thanks. And we finished, yeah, and with the yeah, and with the yeah. Y'all, I ain't never done nothing that trifling in my days. And then also I took his car, to, I borrowed his car. Told him that I was gonna go to the grocery store to go see another guy, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, again, that was in my younger days. First off, she's talking about she has never yet she around here allegedly knocking niggas out with her car or their car, her car, and fighting people. I ain't never fought nobody because she should try Jesus, not me. So. But yeah, that was again. That was back in my younger days. Back in my. In my teens, I am now in my 30s. Honorable mention, my birthday is next Friday, March the 4th. I'll be 31. First off, do you know my mother called me and was just like, hey, Janae. And I was like, yes. She was like, you know, in nine years, you'll be 40. Exactly. That's exactly how I felt when she said that. I said, why See, would you remind me of that? Let me segue on this because... I'm still stuck on the fact that I'm in my 30s. Her, her mama and... Her, her relationship with her mom, my mama, and me and my mom relationship totally different because my mama know not to call my phone thick out of mischief. Because, girl, why? Don't make me roast your existence. Get off my phone with that foolishness. Like, why would you remind me of such negativity? But that was the most toxic thing. That was my petty moment in my relationship. And you, Miss uh, Fire. Mm. 
something petty that I've done in a relationship. Oh, this this one time at band camp, mm-hmm. I totally let this boy so. Never mind. I can't say that. All right, another petty story because I can't tell y'all that one. Cause if he ever hear this, he gonna know his him, and he might be feeling some type of way still. Mm. I had my boyfriend text my Pause. side dude back. What do you see that we don't? Cause I bind it in the name of Jesus. What is what is it? First off, we are recording, and I'm gonna keep this in the recording. But what do you see that we don't? Cause whatever it is, I bind it in the mighty name of Jesus. Cause what is wrong with you? That's your dog. It's your nephew. That don't make it no better. But anyways, yeah, I had my boyfriend um text my side dude back. Picture it, Sicily, not just that. Right. So I was at my boyfriend's house for the weekend, and then my side dude hit me up and was like, So when you coming home, because I want to see you. And my boyfriend had my phone at the time because we were doing something. I think we were fake. We were on the phone with his mama. We were we was doing something with my phone because his phone was dead. But um he was like, such and such text you. I said, Oh, what he say? And he was like, he asking when you coming back because he got a kickback or something. I don't know. I was like, oh, text shorty back and tell him uh, I'm coming back tonight. And he was like, okay, bet. Wowzers. And then the like he had a full-on conversation where he was texting his man back for me. They just talking to each other? Yeah, I was telling him what to say and he was texting him back. Wow. And, well. then, and then my boyfriend at the time was like, wait, who is this? Me, my homeboy. And he was like, oh, okay. Me, you could go through our messages if you want. If you feeling the type of way, my boy, do you? He was like, no, I trust you. I was like, I'm just saying you was acting like it's an issue. If you want to know what we be talking about, feel free. Go through the messages. But he did it. And then, yeah, now, bing, bam, bing, bow. Bing, bong. He knows now that he was texting. Now he knows that he was texting my side guy. Okay. He's pissed. So that was our good morning, Petty. And now it is indeed time for. So it's time for Hendrix Corner, which is my baby, my five month old toy poodle. If you did not know, he is your favorite internet nephew. He's everyone's favorite asshole. He is everyone's favorite asshole. And so today in Hendrick's Corner, we're going to talk about the fact that he will turn six months on Sunday and his veterinarian is talking about getting him snipped. And I'm still trying to figure out if I want to breed him. But when I tell y'all I have taken on a full blown mommy mode and I'm just like the idea of my baby breeding with like some floozy is just like. Ew. It's the floozy for me because why she got to be all that? Yeah, I don't know, but it's just the idea of it all together. I'm just like, no, I don't want my baby. It, but at the same time, like, I don't want him snipped. But at the same time, I, I don't want him, you know, like the process of like breeding and like, you know, like for with me having a male puppy, I don't necessarily get the financial gains because it's usually the fem- the the owner of the female that gets the gains. 
Um, so I'm just like, I don't even know how that process works. I'm just like, I, I like, I literally will, I think I'm going to leave this up to his dad to do because I'm just like, the idea of it just grosses me out because he is my baby and my, like, he is my baby. And the idea of him doing all of that, like, I don't even like what well, he humps his toys. So to think of him actually like doing the deed. Uh, Let that boy be a boy. Uh, I can't take it. I cannot take it. But my baby's birthday, his half birthday is coming up and he's going to have a photo shoot and get a haircut. I'm so excited. And um, we'll figure out. It depends on what his daddy say. We'll figure out this whole he relationship breeding. His daddy probably will let him He's do it. He's going to let him do it. Breeding thing. He's going to let him do what he wants to do. Exactly. Um, Which I think is disturbing because why? Right. But other than that, you got anything else to add? Relationships is trash. Um, no, that's all I got. Okay. Well, this has been another episode of the Fire and Ice Show. Don't forget, I'm Fire. And I'm Ice. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. I can't wait. <laughs>